3: You're listening to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicky Pepper. The CDC estimates that one out of every five children experience a mental illness in a given year, but only half of children and adolescents with diagnosable mental health problems receive the treatment they need, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. According to the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, California has a mental health worker shortage that's projected to worsen unless meaningful action is taken to address the problem. But now, a United Health Group grant is helping University of California San Diego plant the seeds that may expand the state's mental health workforce with a focus on inclusivity and diversity. Through the four-year, $4 million grant announced in 2020, UC San Diego School of Medicine launched the Child and Adolescent Psychiatry Inclusive Excellence Program, an innovative approach to building a more diverse child and adolescent psychiatry workforce. On the line to tell us about this important local program is Dr. Yustra Ben-Halim, Senior National Medical Director, Behavioral Health for United Health Group. Thank you for joining me.
0: Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here.
3: Dr. Ben-Halim, start by telling us what is child and adolescent psychiatry?
0: Sure. So child and adolescent psychiatry is a field of medicine that specializes in the diagnosis and treatment of the way we feel, the way we think and the way we behave. And specifically focusing on young people, starting with children all the way through teens, as well as working with their families every step of the way.
3: What is the path to becoming a child and adolescent psychiatrist?
0: It's a long one. There are a variety of different ways a student can enter medical school and then decide on the specialty of child and adolescent psychiatry. The one that I completed was more of the traditional route. So after completing four years of medical school, deciding to become a psychiatrist first and then completing three years of an adult psychiatry residency program and then entering a two-year child and adolescent psychiatry fellowship. There are different paths people can take, but I think either they choose typically is a long road with many years of extra specialized training.
3: Why is this grant
0: needed? So, like you had mentioned, this grant is very much needed because we know that we are facing a youth mental health crisis across America. And the workforce shortage is a part of that challenge that we face. So, in order for us to truly be able to make transformative change, to be able to touch more young people, and increase their access to the right care at the right time, we need to be very intentional about taking steps forward to enhance not only the size of the workforce, but also focus on the importance of inclusivity and diversity as well.
3: Why are those needed in this field?
0: So psychiatry is a very sensitive area of medicine. If we think about the stigma that surrounds behavioral health, whether it's mental health or substance use disorder treatment, when we think about the challenges with navigating the healthcare system to be able to know what is the right care, who is the right clinician or person to connect with. And then in addition, we think about the challenges in being able to identify that someone is actually struggling. There's a lot of complexity with being able to improve the likelihood that we can connect with people earlier that we can help them navigate the healthcare system to the right care and the right support at the right time, and that we can see the impact of those changes in improving the quality of life for that person by ensuring that they get that quality evidence-based care as well. So it's, it's a lot of different steps. When I think about psychiatry in particular, it is different than going to see, let's say, a medical care provider, a family practice clinicians, where there isn't as much stigma about reaching out for help. But when it comes to mental health, we know that stigma still exists, and it is a very real barrier to people reaching out for help. So part of our hope in being able to solve that challenge is to think very intentionally about inclusivity and diversity. So that when someone, especially a young person, has that moment where they feel brave and bold enough. To reach out for help, it's important that they're able to connect with a workforce that helps them feel that they're understood. To be able to reach out to a doctor or a therapist and know that they feel connected to someone who understands them, who can provide them with both culturally competent and sensitive care is really essential, I think, Vicki, to being able to continue to help connect people with care earlier to be able to let them know that when they reach out for help, they are going to be able to connect with a psychiatrist or a clinician who is going to be able to meet them where they are and provide them care in a way that is both compassionate and culturally competent.
3: I'm speaking with Dr. Yustra ben Halim, Senior National Medical Director, Behavioral Health for United Health Group. Tell us about the program this grant is supporting.
0: So This program is very innovative in the sense that it is, bringing together an educational and a healthcare system in an innovative way to create new experiences. There's two major parts to the program. The first one is a summer-long immersion program that offers medical students opportunities to learn more about the field of child and adolescent psychiatry and hopefully become more motivated and inspired to pursue that as their specialty in medicine. The other component is a year-long exposure program, and this is for both medical students and residents. It offers a variety of you know, innovative experiences, such as the ability to get a mentor, to collaborate with communities, and create youth mental health-focused projects, and to really connect with the school, the healthcare system, and even the community programs to improve mental health literacy and awareness, specifically for child and adolescent psychiatry. What
3: are your hopes for the future of this program?
0: I have lots of hopes. Um, As a child and adolescent psychiatrist, I'm just so grateful to see something like this come to life. I hope that this program inspires other educational and healthcare systems to also take steps in bringing the field of child and adolescent psychiatry to students, residents, and communities in, in innovative ways. And I hope that we can all continue to remain committed to building a diverse and inclusive mental health workforce through experiences like this.
3: What would you say to someone who is considering a career in the mental health field?
0: I would say keep a very open mind and just start taking steps to learn more. I think, again, in, in the awareness of so much stigma, many people may not think about entering this field. And so I encourage people to. Gain some real world experience, just like this program offers, to be able to talk to someone in this field, to be able to learn more about the incredible impact that it can have on youth and their families, and then to be able to sort of learn as much as possible so that they're in a better place to decide is this my calling? Is this something that I feel would really help me lead a fulfilling career? and be able to make the impact that I want to make in the world. For me, it was definitely a calling. I was a third-year medical student, and I had the opportunity to work with our child and adolescent psychiatrist. When I first began working with her, I was just truly in awe of what she did every day. She was dedicated to talking to young people about how they were feeling and what they were thinking and what they really wanted in their lives. And I had never really seen that as a dedicated role in the field of medicine. And then when I found out that she was really the only child psychiatrist serving the majority of West Texas, I became even more motivated and dedicated to be someone to join that workforce and be able to make the difference in in a way that she had shown me was possible.
3: Where can we go to learn more about this program?
0: Great question. So I think the University of California San Diego School of Medicine will be a fantastic resource to learn more about how the program is unfolding and the outcomes that they're already seeing, as well as um, the United Health Group. Uh, Individuals are welcome to reach out to us to connect online or otherwise. To be able to learn more about this incredible grant and this incredible program,
3: I've been speaking with Dr. Yustra Ben Halim, Senior National Medical Director, Behavioral Health for United Health Group. Anything else you think we should know? I just wanted to extend
0: my gratitude to you and to all the listeners. In order for us to truly be able to support young people across America, it requires us to come together, to have these conversations, to become inspired, to collaborate and to be able to go out there in the real world and make it happen. And every step makes a difference. So I just want to send my sincerest gratitude to all of you for taking the time to talk about this today and also to inspire you to hopefully take a step forward and be part of that change.
3: Well, we are grateful to you for speaking with us today. Thank you for being on the front lines and thank you for making a difference.
0: Thank you so much.